Thank you for listening to the Radiant Church Podcast. For more information, visit us at weareradiant.com. Got a group on the stage with me. They're pretty much it, other than our production team that's here today. And I just want them to let us know what location they're at. And and actually, this whole team up here is going to be um, filtering through comments and going to be interacting with you guys. So make sure you're commenting on Church Online, you're commenting on YouTube, and on Facebook. Those are our three main platforms. So uh, tell everybody who you are. I am Amanda Fritz, and I get to serve at our Heights location. Heights location, Woo! awesome. All right, tell everybody who you are. My name is Uriah Edwards, and I serve at our St. Pete location. St. Pete location, that's awesome. And I'm Ryan Jennings. I'm central, which means I get to represent all four locations. Yeah, that's awesome, that's awesome. All right, we obviously have my wife here that everybody knows. Um, and then tell everybody who you are. Susanna Steele, and I'm at our Brandon location. Brandon location, very good. And then... I'm Jim Ferguson, and I'm Central Team. I'm Stewardship Pastor. He is our Stewardship Pastor. He oversees all of our finances. So uh, people ask me, like, why do you have this team on the stage with you? Because let me tell you how difficult it is for me to preach with nobody in the church. So, so what they do is they just bring the energy behind me so I can bring my best. Now, now there's been kind of like this, this thing with churches. Some people are doing like the living room, and the pastor's sitting there with a little cup of coffee and, and talking. That ain't my style. So my style is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring you, this is the only thing normal you got going on in your life right now, is that you're going to get a radiant church experience every Sunday. So we're going to have a lot of fun. Before I get in the message, I've been showing you guys some memes. I thought these were pretty funny. So let's check out this first one. Uh, it says, when you're laughing at a coronavirus meme, but the laughing suddenly turns to coughing. Come on. I've had that experience right now. You just kind of freeze, right? I thought this next one was so great. This is the, this re reboot looks scarier than the original. I am going to Costco. Come on, that is so true right there. All right, here, let's get a couple more. Uh, this one was good. How to properly greet someone during the coronavirus outbreak. No more handshakes, only right there. There it is, the Star Trek, the little thing. There we go, that's it. And then one more, I thought this one was hilarious. Don't get offended. This is day one of working at home. This is day four of working at home right there. Some of you guys, that was your day four, day eight, or whatever we're in now is even worse. All right. All right. Take out your sermon notes, which are right there on the app. We are going to get into a message today, which, by the way, you can follow along with me, fill in the blanks, take some notes, and do me a favor. Tag me on Instagram, if you're on Instagram, or tag the church on Instagram with your sermon notes. I'll share it. I want people to see that we are a note-taking church over the next few minutes. I work hard on these messages. And, uh, and next Sunday, I'm going to start a brand new series to lead us into Easter. So this will be kind of the last standalone message uh, when it comes to this series. So what I want to do is I want to bring you a message from God's Word in the book of Mark chapter 1. So let's turn there in our Bibles. Mark chapter 1, we see Jesus doing ministry, and he's doing ministry to a person who has a contagious disease. Now, this is not coronavirus, but this is something in, that's been around for thousands and thousands of years, and it was something that was super contagious, this, this disease that he had. And I want us to follow along because I think it connects to our world today. I told you guys I'm going to bring you messages off of the coronavirus that God's speaking to me about. He gave me this word for your life today. Mark chapter 1, verse 40. We're going to see it. It says, a man with leprosy. Say leprosy. He came to him, talking about Jesus, and begged him on his knees. If you're willing, can you make me clean? Can, can you take care of this disease? Come on, isn't that what we're asking right now? There's so many people going, listen, can you solve this problem? 
Jesus was indignant and he reached out his hand and he touched the man. I want you to remember that because that is super important to our story today. I'm willing, he said, be clean. Immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. Let me just remind you, one touch from Jesus can still change everything. I don't know what you're struggling with. That one interaction with Jesus can change everything. And he sent him on away, on a, uh, away at once with a strong warning. Now, if Jesus gave me a strong warning, I'd probably listen. See that you don't tell anybody, um, anyone, but go show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifices that Moses commanded for your cleansing as a testimony to them. But instead, he didn't do, he, he did what all of us do all the time. He did opposite of what Jesus told him to do. He went out and he began to talk freely, spreading the news as Jesus as a result, Jesus could no longer enter a town openly, but stayed outside in lonely places, yet the people still came to him from everywhere. So this guy, I want you to get the picture of this guy. He's carrying a disease called leprosy that is highly contagious. He has an interaction with Jesus, and as I read this story this last week, I'm in, in experiencing this idea that this man who was highly contagious has an interaction with Jesus, and then goes out and becomes highly contagious. So here's what I want to give you the word for today. Ready? Here's your message for this Sunday. It's contagious. It's contagious. There's something that God wants to do in your life today that's going to be contagious. You might, you might feel the pressure of this season, but I want you to know God wants to do something in your life today that's not just going to impact you and your family. It's going to impact the world around you. It is contagious. Now, I don't know about you. During this whole thing, I've become a little bit of a germaphobe. Any germaphobes we got around here? Like, I just, I became a little bit of a germaphobe. Like, I'm washing my hands a little bit more than I would have before. Just a little bit more. Like, uh, I've become a germaphobe. Actually, we, our oven died at our house, so we had to order a new oven. So I ordered it like a few weeks ago. The guy came a week ago to my house. And so um, he's in the kitchen and, and, you know, I don't trust anybody at this time. You could be carrying it right now. That's, that's why you ain't allowed in the sanctuary right now. Because I know these people. I did coronavirus test on every one of these people. Because I ain't allowed. You got a temperature. You're not allowed in this room right now. I don't trust a soul right now. Because you got something that I don't want. So this guy's in our house. I'm already a little nervous. But I'm in my bedroom, which is near our kitchen. And I'm just doing what you do during the coronavirus outbreak. I'm eating snacks, watching Netflix. Doing, uh, trying to avoid my children a little bit. So, all right. So I'm having this moment, and this guy's in there, and I'm telling you, as I'm, I'm on my computer, all I hear is, hurt you in my house. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm telling you, I went like this right away. Freaked out. I mean, my eyes perked up right away. So the guy goes and leaves, and I go up to Katie, and I said, I said, hey, you don't touch a thing. Don't allow our kids to touch a thing. I, I am, you know how those people, like, uh, they go into a place when they've murdered somebody, and they want to clean the room of all the evidence? I became that person. Like, if I murdered someone in this room, nobody's going to find out about it because I'm, I'm scrubbing this thing down by, because that guy could have something that is... Contagious. Yes, he could have. Now, then I researched and found out that the only symptom that is not connected with coronavirus is sneezing. Yes, I did not know that at the time, but I just wanted to make sure. I, I, I think it's important that we understand that 
There's things in our world that are contagious. Now, here's what contagious means. Write it on your notes this way. It's the ability to spread to and affect others. So when something's contagious, it has the ability to impact others, to, to, to spread to others. And I want you to know, when it comes to Christianity, your Christianity has never been something, let me tell you, it might be something that is, that is private to you, but it's never supposed to be a secret. It's, it, it might be something that's very personal to your life, but it's never to be something that stays on only you. you. What God does in our life should be so contagious that the world around us is affected by it. I, I wrote it down in my notes this way. It ain't in your notes, but it's a pretty good line. I think Christians should be more contagious than the coronavirus. Drop that one right there. Let it be your tweet for the day. Like, I think we should. I think everywhere that Radiant Church should go. That, uh, by the way, I, I need to know right now that people are commenting yeah, on Facebook, on YouTube. That line right there, Christians should be more contagious than the coronavirus. You write it out. And here, here's why. I, I want you to know this. Because the world needs what you've got. I, I, don't, want, I don't want the coronavirus. I don't, I, don't want what, I don't want what the world has. But the world needs what I have. Remember what the Bible says, Colossians 1.27? Christ in you, that's the hope of glory. In other words, Jesus inside of you, that is the contagious thing that the world needs during a season that's dark and broken and lost. What a perfect time for the church to shine the most. So, so we're worried that we're not catching something that they've got, but the world should be freaking out because Radiant Church, they're going to be catching what we've got. We've got joy, and we got peace, and we got life, and we got freedom, and I'm telling you, the world needs what we've got. All right, so our story today starts out with a guy who's representative of all of us. He is a leper. He is a person who is sick. He's sick. The Bible says it like there, this. There says there was a man who had leprosy. Say leprosy. Leprosy. Leprosy was a scourge of the ancient world. It was the worst thing possible that you could get. It was something that would invoke fear and dread and revulsion in the sight of, it, it, was, it was the equivalent, they would call it the walking dead disease. It's, you would walk out and you would, you would just, your body was falling apart. You, you got to think, if you ever saw the show Walking Dead, uh, maybe you haven't and you shouldn't. But anyway, the idea of it is your body, your flesh would just begin to fall off. And it would have to, I've, I've ministered in places in India that they still have leprosy and it's still around, and there, there's no nose, and their, their hands have, their fingers have fallen off. And it's, it's one of those diseases that, that, that really affects their whole life. And because of this, they were separated from society. They were, they were, they were disconnected. And what they would do is if they would walk into a place, they'd have to scream, unclean, unclean. And, and it's, here's what leprosy is. Anytime you see it in the Bible, it's mentioned all throughout the Bible, leprosy is, is, symbolizes the world that we live in, which is unclean because of sin. And here's, it, here's what I want you to understand. Number one, write it down this way, is that everybody is infected with something. Wow. Everybody's infected with something. So, so let me tell you, your life is contagious because you're affected, infected with something. And, and like this man, this man is representative because he's infected with something that he didn't want, he didn't ask for it. And let me just tell you, that's what sin is. You're born into this world, and we're infected into this idea of sin is in our life. The Bible says it this way, Romans chapter 3, verse 23. For all, say all. all. Now, this is important. That means all means all. 
It means you have this struggle. I have this struggle. We all have this struggle. We all sin. We've all fallen short. We all have this sickness in our life. And you go, well, I just don't believe it. I believe man is inherently good. Go hang out with a two-year-old. Let me tell you, you don't, have to, you don't have to teach our kids to do bad. Now, we try really hard to teach our kids to do what's right. But what they do that is bad comes very natural to them. Very, I, I think it's more from Katie's side than mine. No, it's all, it's definitely my side. Let me tell you what happened the other day. This was crazy. Last week, I'm sitting out on the porch of our house for just a few minutes of relaxation. Katie runs out side. And uh, here, give her the mic real quick. She runs outside and she, she comes up to me and she's screaming. Now, I think someone's hurt, someone's in pain. That's not what happened. Tell everybody what happened. This was ridiculous. Well, I wasn't screaming, but I was frantic. She was frantic. That's a better word. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, our three-year-old Kai had taken a... Who's not saved. <laughs> We're working on it. He took a quart of yellow paint and threw it on our new tile floor in our kitchen. No, no, no. These are like wood floors that are like fake wood because they, they, they're tile. Yeah. So the, all the grout, the whole floor, it's wood. And it's now yellow paint all over our kitchen and living room area. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tell me that sin isn't naturally part of their life. What, it's just, it's a, so I'm sitting there, I'm just as angry as can be. And then, like, why did, why did he do it? He didn't know. He just said because. Because. <laughs> that That's his whole response. Just because. Why, why are we in the situation we're in right now? Just because. Right. It's just because. Here's why. Because you've been infected with something wow. that's been around for generations and generations. You might not have asked for it. You might have asked for that addiction, for that struggle. But we have this thing in our life called sin, and it is contagious. It affects every area of our life. The Bible says that we need to know about this thing called sin because Romans tells us, for the wages of sin is death. You know what that means? It means that the result, that the payment of our sin is the actual result of it is, is death. And here's what it means. It kills things. Kills your joy. It'll kill your marriage. It'll kill your finances. It'll kill your calling. It'll kill, it, just like leprosy infected their body and killed every part of their body in the same way, he says, listen, that kind of leprosy is symbolic to the sin that has invaded and infected our world. And if you don't do something about it, it'll kill every area of your life. Yeah. Write it down in your notes this way. Here's what's important to understand. That sin, just so you know how important this thing is, sin will take you farther than you want to go. It'll keep you longer than you want to stay. And it'll always cost you more than you want to pay. Wow. Wow. So, so that's why we don't take sin lightly here at Radiant Church. Because we truly believe that, that listen, listen, this sin is not something that we play around with. It is something that has infected our life and we need a solution for it. Right. And, and you're in here and you, you might be watching this thing and go, but I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't have a plan for it. I've tried to do what's right and I keep doing what is wrong. I have good news for you today. If you find yourself sick and infected with sin, here's the good news. Jesus said it this way in Mark chapter 2. It's not the healthy that need a doctor. It is the sick. 
He says, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. I'm telling you, Jesus came for you. If you feel infected by this thing called sin and you can't overcome it, you're the one Jesus came for. Actually, in the introduction of Jesus' ministry, his cousin, this guy John the Baptist, looked at him. And he described him in a way that's super important. I want you to get it. He looked at him and he says the next day, John, he saw Jesus coming towards him. And he says, look, there's the Lamb of God. And look what he does. He takes away the sin of the world. The leprosy, the, the, the thing in your life that is destroying every, every uh, part of your life, Jesus came to take it away. And I just want to declare it over somebody's life today. You might be looking for a solution. I believe you've tuned in this Sunday to Facebook or to YouTube or to our church online platform because he wants you to know the solution to your sin problem came 2,000 years ago, and his name is Jesus. You can find healing today. Come on, give him your best praise across Tampa Bay. So this man has, has this moment where he is, uh, he's infected with leprosy. Here's what happens next. Number two, write it on your notes. Here's what I believe, is that everyone is one decision away from a healthy life. It's wow. a great line right there. Because a lot of you guys, you think it's going to take forever for me to get cleansed. But we realize in this guy's life, he was just one decision away from a healthy life. Now, I want you to get this. He was a part of an outcast society. He's a leper. He, he's disconnected. And the Bible says, now here's what's important about your Bible. When you read your Bible, you need to read it slow. Slow down. Here's why. Because there's so much rich content in there. And you'll read over it and you won't catch the truth. So let me show you something that you read that you probably never caught before. Okay, ready? It says it like this. Mark chapter 1, verse 40. A man with leprosy came to him. Now, that, why, why would that be important? Well, here's why that would be important. It's because this man was bound by a law, and the law meant this. The law meant if you had leprosy, you were an outcast in society. You had to live outside of town with a group of people that were all lepers. If you wanted to come into society, you had to wear bells on your, on your feet so that when people heard you walking, they would be able to recognize there's somebody that's unclean that's coming their way. And then if there was a big crowd, you would have to yell at the top of your lungs, unclean, unclean, so that people knew that you were coming along. And then the rule was this. Now, this is the craziest thing. I want you to think about this because this is the craziest thing, okay? The rule was that if you had leprosy, you had to stay four cubits away from somebody. Now, four cubits away. Now, I didn't make this up. I didn't ask for it. I was studying this this last Wednesday. And I thought, I wonder how far a cubit is. Now, I, we don't use cubits today. So, all right, so how far is a cubit? So I looked at a cubit, and a cubit, one cubit is 18 inches. Now, why is that significant? Because that would mean four cubits is that the law was that you had to stay six feet away from people. Now, if I would have told you that a month ago, you wouldn't have cared. Because that would mean no relevance. Revel, I mean, there's nothing relevant to your society and to your life today. But right now, there's a disease that's infecting, a virus that's infecting our world that requires us to stay four cubits away from people so that we stay this is Why? Because of how contagious it is. 
But yet, Jesus comes onto the scene and says, listen, I know the social distancing that has been required of you for so long. But let me tell you, you can be socially distant from everybody else, but Jesus says, hey, when you, you're socially distant from them, but you get close to me. You get close to me because when you get close to Jesus, you're one step closer to the healing that he wants to do in your life. He came to Jesus. He broke the rule and said, I, I know there's a barrier. I'm coming close to Jesus. You need to make that decision today to come close to Jesus. The Bible goes on to tell us. Let me show you. This will blow your mind. And then it says it like this. Jesus reached out his hand and he touched the man. Now, this is a disease that was highly spread. It was highly contagious, just like coronavirus. And so in the world, you would never, ever, ever touch this because that meant you get leprosy. Now, I want to picture, show you this picture because it's significant for us today. Because in the Old Testament, I want you to get this, the people would always catch what the leper has. So what the person that was sick had, everybody else caught it. Now, that was the society that they lived in because the sickness was stronger than the people, so they would catch it. But the New Testament is so significant because the New Testament shows us that Jesus comes on the scene and the leper is the one that catches what Jesus has, not Jesus that catches what the leper has. Here's what it shows you guys today. Let me tell you, it shows you that your sin is no match for Jesus' grace and his salvation. And let me tell you, he's not gonna catch what you got, but you can catch what he has. He has freedom in store for your life. Here, here's what I want you to get. Write it down in your notes. Healing happens when we intentionally get clo close that distance between us and Christ. Just close that distance. And I think there's a lot of people here today that you need to close the distance between you and Christ. Just make that decision. I thought of some hurdles that probably keep us, that keep us from, from closing that distance. Some of you guys, what's keeping you from getting close to Christ is some toxic people. Think about this guy. This guy was sitting in a camp around people who had the same disease he has. Isn't it interesting? We always kind of put ourselves in groups with the same people that have all the same issues we have. And then we wonder why we don't get free. This man only got close to Jesus because, and he was the only one that separated himself from the toxic people in his life. They all had that same thing. And he goes, but I'm going towards healing. Some of you guys during this time of quarantine, you need to separate yourself from some toxic people and move towards your healing. Some people, it's, it's doubt in your life. You got doubt in your life. You got a struggle in your life. And I want you to know that, that, that oh, the biggest hurdle you're going to overcome is in your own mind. You go, well, I don't, I don't know about this with God. I don't know if it's possible. Let me encourage you today. Get over, walk in faith today. Walk in faith. Even if you don't understand it, trust God during this season. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's a hurdle, but it'll bring you closer to your healing. And the last one, I think there's so many of you guys that you're just dealing with a loss of hope. Think about this man who's probably been a doctor after doctor after doctor, but then he hears about Jesus. And he decides, you know what? I'm not letting my discouragement of my past and my struggle and what I've been through in the past be a hurdle any longer. Today, I'm making a decision to move one step closer to the healing that God has for my life. Here's my question I want to ask you, and I want us to close. Our team can come. What is the one decision that I need to make today to live a healthier life? 
What is that one thing? What is that one hurdle I need to overcome? What is that one struggle I need to move through? I'm going to challenge you today that, listen, you need to make a step towards the healthier life that God has for you. I believe he's got us in this season right now that you understand that sin has infected us all, but you're one decision away from a healthier life. Maybe that decision is you going to next steps. Maybe it's you plugging into the church. Maybe it's you finding a trusted friend and talking about that addiction you have. Be honest about it. And here's why, number three, and I'll close with this statement. It's because everyone is contagious. Everybody is contagious. We all all have got contagious parts of us. We all have got things in our life that are contagious. Some of you guys, you've got some negative contagions. Things like sin, that's that's a negative contagion right there. There's other you guys, you've got other negative things in your life that uh, maybe, maybe bad thoughts that you're going through. There's struggles in your life. I'm telling you, there's negative things that you have and they're spreading around to everybody else. But there's others of you guys that if you'll just get close to Jesus during this time, I promise you, watch how your life will become contagious to the world around you. You have those moments with Jesus. Everything changes. This guy has this moment where he gets before God and the Bible says in verse 45, instead he went out and he began to talk freely, spreading the news. And as a result, Jesus couldn't even walk into any other town because listen, he was overwhelmed every town he went into. What if Radiant Church replaced the negative infection of sin in our life with God's grace, and we're so overcome by God's grace that we became those people who went out and spread what is positive, spread what is joy, spread hope, spread faith. The world is right now dealing with such an infection of fear and anxiety and depression, but not us as a church. We're going to be those people that even God looked at him and said, listen, please don't tell people about this. I I know what happens when God's people become infectious. I want to be able to get around everywhere. I think that's going to be like Tampa Bay. I believe we're we're creating a church that is people that are infected. They're contagious with joy. They're contagious with, here, here's, here's a lot. You're contagious because of that testimony in your life. That thing that God's done in your life, it's so big, it's so real. And because of that, the world around you is gonna be infected because of it. Let me pray for you right now, right where you're sitting. Lord, I pray for Tampa Bay across, Lord, this whole county, across this area, across this nation, there's people. Lord, and, and they need to understand that their life was created to make an impact. It was created to be contagious. But many of them, they, maybe, maybe what they're spreading is negative, it's, it's bad thoughts, it's sin, it's struggles. But Lord, you've called us, Lord, because of our encounters with you, our relationship with you, to be contagious in a positive way to the world around us. Even right now, Ask the Holy Spirit, what is he saying to you right now? What's that message that he has for you? Some of you, he's challenging you. You, you, need, to, you need to take a step towards a healthier life that he has for you right now. Maybe you're around some toxic people. Maybe you have some, some negative influences in your life. Maybe you have some doubt, some loss of hope in your life. I want you to know you can get free today. Lord, I pray for Radiant Church during this season where there's so much negativity, there's so much struggle. Let us be contagious, Lord, vessels of your your hope and your faith 
and your joy to go out across our area. Lord, that we walk with a smile on our face, that every time people come in contact with us, they leave better because they catch what we have. Lord, I thank you that Christians should be way more contagious than coronavirus. Do it in our life, do it in our church, and we honor you and we glorify you because of it. In Jesus' name we pray. Now, right now, with every eye closed and every head bowed, you don't have a relationship with Jesus. Right now, you can make that decision. Right there on our church online platform. Maybe God's stirring your heart. Today's your day to go all in. You can click right there. I'm raising my hand. Today, I'm giving my life to Christ. If you're on Facebook, you're on YouTube, just type it right in the comments. Today, I'm committing my life to Christ. It's a simple yet significant way to say, Jesus, I'm giving you my life. I'm giving you my past. I'm giving you my sin. I'm coming to you just like that leper. I'm coming to you knowing that you have the ability to heal my life. You give your life to Jesus, he'll change you right there in this moment. Why don't you pray this prayer with me? Say, Jesus, I give you my life. I give you my sin. I give you my struggle today. Be my Lord and be my Savior. And I'm gonna follow you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody that believes it says, Amen. Thank you for listening to the Radiant Church Podcast. For service times or giving options, visit us at weareradiant.com. 